We are back, Ativa and Alon, episode seven. What's up, Alon? What's going on? Um, we are back with episode seven, um, entitled "Baggage." Before we get into that, Alon, you know how was your weekend? Um, so this weekend, I actually got a lot done. We caught up social mm-hmm. media wise on our stuff. Um, I had an interview today, so today was pretty productive. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, um, since April 11th, I purposely did not schedule and I did not accept any hair appointments. And um, I did that because I just wanted to give myself a break. Um, I feel like I worked very hard. I was driving myself hard into the ground. So mm-hmm. this was my last weekend not doing any hair. Bitch, like, I felt so motherfucking like rested and shit. I felt very rested. And now... Um, we are back on our bully and we are here today. <laughs> Listen, people, I started posting up, um, just follow up posts from our toxic episode and people are already touched and triggered and people was like, I feel attacked. <laughs> I love it. Hello. The assignment was done. What are we getting into tonight? Yeah. So last week we touched on insecurities and we talked about how insecurities like dealt with our day to day, how insecurities play a factor in either past relationships or people that we encounter. So I felt like today's episode baggage would be a perfect segue to talk about like baggage in any capacity, whether if it's like baggage that we're dealing with on a regular day, baggage in past relationships, baggage from somebody else, trauma baggage, like how does that affect us? And how has it shaped our trajectory that we know it? Oh, shit. I can feel it coming on. Hey. So what do you think about baggage? It's heavy as fuck. Really? And, um, yeah, baggage is heavy as fuck. And <laughs> um, yeah, it just weighs you down. I hear you. It weighs you down in ways that it's just so... Um, just so discouraging sometimes Mm -hmm. um baggage Mm -hmm. it definitely can be um what is i don't know what's your input when it comes to baggage i definitely agree with you i think the flip side to that is baggage is also a form of possession Mm. so with that said people want to hold on to it it's something that people It hurts and it ails us so much, but yet it's so personal and it's something that could be a comfort to us to where we would want to hold on to it in fear of losing or forgetting what we have. So now I'm about to I'm about to go there. I'm about to be messy. What baggage do you have at this current moment? Uh Right now, I'm light as a motherfucking feather, bitch. I know that's right, bitch. <laughs> Nigga said I lost, I lost fifty pounds. No it baggage. Did. Okay, I might got some COVID weight going on, but the baggage, nah. We drop that as we go along. Oh, by peace. I by know peace. that's right. But holy Lord, God is good. God is good okay. all the Do time. Do you have baggage, Ativa? Baby, I don't got a motherfucking, I don't got no baggage nowhere. Do you hear me? Well, here's what I could say. You might be thinking about it in one perspective because I'm, I'm thinking about it in multiple cases because I know 
I've dealt my I've dealt with myself in circumstances where baggage in so many different areas have taken impact to my life, um, in more than one way, all at the so, same time. So, in regards to baggage, right? So, I guess it can definitely it doesn't just have to be in relationships, right? Like no. I guess you're saying, like it definitely be in families. I mean, I think if I am bringing bringing baggage into, you know, what's so interesting about the salon is this is crazy. Earlier today, I was having a discussion with my coworkers, and I was telling them how I am in such a place right now, and this is why I really don't have any any baggage as far as relationship-wise, um, because I am in a place right now where I can be single. I am so happy being single right now, and I'm just like, I don't want anything or anyone coming in my space, and I don't even think that I have the energy to give it and so they was like ativa like you don't you don't you don't crave male anything no and if i do i pick up my really? vibrator and if i do i really? pick up my vibrator yes i'm I, no like and that's what that's that's what they're saying your response is the same way and i'm like honestly no and i'm just like i am so just content and i'm good and i think i remember that- previous conversations you was like i don't know i'm just moody as hell maybe i need some dick i remember you how long ago was that? that probably like last month sometime maybe end of february or something yeah i probably said it no i probably said it but i still but today i i still don't You're want unbothered. i don't want i'm unbothered and i love it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if i do get horny i handle it and i take care of it hello hi i hear you and I life goes you. on well, um, I can I could say not having any problems in the relationship space currently, and then also due to either like my previous company's acquisition, aka also COVID and the lockdown and all that situation, I don't have no work baggage. Work don't stress me out either. So, so do you have any personal baggage though? Uh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, I, I think it's I think it's some things that are important for you to kind of hold on to. Mm. So what's the personal baggage? Um, you know, there I feel like family baggage, family trauma, generational curses, they're really hard to get rid of. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So there are certain things that behavioral things that we pick up on based on our family dynamic that we just cannot let go of. It becomes really who we are. And it comes it becomes more of like dealing with it than getting rid of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, that's definitely deep. I definitely would have to say that um, if I did have any baggage coming into a relationship, I, def- I think it would definitely be um, the I, no, I don't even know if that's really baggage. Sure, I'm just so fucking, I'm just so fucking unbothered at this moment in my life. I don't even know what's going on. So no generational curses, no toxic family dynamics. Of course, yeah, but honestly speaking, in relationships that I've been in, I don't even let the guys. I don't really talk about that. Um, mm, not that I don't not? talk about it. Not what, well, not that I don't talk about it, but I do not allow those curses, generational curses and family traumas to infiltrate in my relationships. And it's interesting okay. because it's interesting because like I said last um episode, people see Ativa as um outspoken, et cetera. However, in my relationships due to my family 
trauma and generational curses, I am a completely different person in a relationship. I make sure that I'm communicating, that I'm respectful, and um, I do not do the arguing. I don't do it. And if you are wow. doing it, how is that possible? With, you're I don't think that's with, realistic. No, I'm so I swear to freaking God. I swear to freaking God. I don't do it. I do not well, do how it. How do you accomplish? Because I come in, so I should say once again, this is this is through development. So this is mm-hmm. within within maybe the last three, four actually, maybe even like the four last four years, I come in I come in with this mindset that this probably will work. This probably will not work. With that mindset, I am preparing myself, unfortunately, of all of the things that can possibly go wrong. I'm not mentioning it. I'm not saying it. So that if something do go wrong, I'm not even phased. It's like, oh, okay. And you move on. That's how I deal. And that's how I cope. And Is I that can't some un- form of an assumption, would you say? N- what do you mean? Like, coming up with these different scenarios, there's some form of an assumption that's attached to that in order to achieve these scenarios. Um, It's just, it's just when you, okay, like, let's be real, like relationships nowadays don't really last, you know what I'm saying? And so I just always go in, I go, you want to know why I do this? I do this because when I was more naive, I would go in 100% full heart, you know what I'm saying? And then I realized that you cannot do that. You have to keep something for yourself so that if something do happen, you're not completely broken and empty. You're fine. You're going to be okay. What so does that's that how, mean? Like, like what, what are these things you keep? Like, um, basically like, um, so like, okay. So say for instance, I get into a situation. I just keep my, I don't know how to explain it. I'm so sorry, guys. I really don't know how to how to explain it. I keep. I, oh, you know. Oh, I know what it is. I got it. Okay. I, okay. I say selfish. It's a healthy selfish, if that makes sense. Well, we all have some level of selfishness and narcissism in order to survive. We're all yeah. narcissists at the end of the day. Because mm, if we yeah. aren't, we'll give our whole life away. As Ooh, a talk. Talk about it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, but, I, but we, Alon, I encourage young women and even men, but specifically and especially young women. Because I think we go into relationships and situationships with our 180%. Sis, don't do that. Yeah. No, you go, in, you go in with 60% or not even that. <laughs> you, go in, you go in with 40%, keep 50 for yourself. So that if the, if, if the shifts don't work out, you still left with 50%. You fine. Sis, you fine. You're not left with 40. You good. You know, so I don't know how to explain it, but it's, I really don't. But I'm just saying, basically, you have to, you have to guard yourself in a healthy way because you just never know. So if mm. shit flip and flop, So when does it come to a point where you stop putting that wall up and you begin to put that wall down? What are when some I'm things married. that you have to... Okay. <laughs> Nah, but okay, even with that said, when you're married, then you feel like a marriage certificate or a ring, then something in you flips from what a person has seen before. And wouldn't that alone in turn create a problem? No, no. Um, Because once again, I I said earlier, when me not giving my my 100% is not me being shady, whatever the case may be. Marriage is a covenant. It's very serious. Um, yeah. These are steps taken. 
Um, it's not just about a ring. It's not just about a marriage certificate. This is a union, right? And so with that now, we, we must have gone through a lot of different phases to get here. Right. And right. so and we and we probably broke down a lot of uh, a lot of our issues and figure uh, and we're working to figure each other out. Yeah. So that's how and, and I think as a guy, just like what you said, as a guy looking into it, I know in order for me to get to that step, I have to know you when you're sad, I have to know you when you're depressed, angry. You know, all of those things, I have to see what that looks like in all of those different moods and phases of life and where you are in order for me to make a decision in my mind. So it won't be necessarily a huge curveball once we make that commitment. And so with that said, I feel like it has to be some level of vulnerability. It has to be some level of transparency and I think it has to be a certain amount of time for me to figure out what all those things look like instead of having a wall up. Like, I don't see how that works. It it does. Okay. It it works. Once again, it's something that really can't be explained. You just got to watch it. Yeah. You just got to watch it. I'm just curious to know what is it that you are hiding? Mm. What is what are these baggages? What where are these closets? What's the bones? What they're are you really, hiding? I mean, well, if I say it, they're gonna know. Whoever. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta keep it in a closet, but no, but um, it's it's definitely not tangible things, but it's definitely other situations it's nothing too crazy i'm just i'm not i don't know how oh i'm so sorry guys i am not articulating this well for you guys to understand me but um i'm not really hiding anything i don't think i could say some examples just on my side go ahead some baggage that i probably hold now i'm a very proud person Mm. i come from a very proud pack of people I love it. I get it from my grandma. We are prideful. We are proud people. She don't ask nobody for help. She don't look to nobody for help. You know, that's just who she was. And it's like, she gonna figure it out. Even she got to struggle on her own. She not asking nobody for nothing. Wow. Um, Come on, proud And so for me, yeah, I, I get a little piece of that because I don't expect help from anybody. So therefore, I never ask. Yo, Alon, I can empathize with you 100,000%. I'm the same exact way. Mm -hmm. And um, however, I don't want to be like that with a man, Alon. Yeah, you can't. And some, you know, just off of In a significant other period. You have to allow them to love you how they want to love you. You have to give them the free space to do so. Yeah, no, and and just in regards to help. Mm -hmm. I don't ask for help. Yeah. Same. And then, and then I get upset if I'm in a situation where you don't offer the help. Although I probably would turn it down, but it's like, wait, but it's just like a diva. Come on now, come on. You're you proud. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's the really that's the catch twenty two to being proud. It's like you expect it in 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 here, but out loud you'll never get yourself to ask for help. Yeah, I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I can't. T- and and that's. <laughs> And that's why, too, 
Yeah, I'm gonna say I am not the girl to ask men for money. I, I I I bow down to bitches who can do that shit. I'm like, oh y'all some motherfucking hustlers. Y'all better get that shit. You not? I'm not asking my friends for never have, never will. I've never asked my friends for money. I've never asked my friends for anything where I felt like I I was in debt to them. Never, never. And I I was always the person like, if you did something for me, please believe it's going to be returned in some capacity. I'm Yo, I'm the same exact way, Alon. I swear, like, I swear if somebody do something for me because I'm just, of course, a proud person, never asked for help. I take that help, that genuine help so deep. I have to, I have to repay you in some way. I have to, I, I, I won't sleep right at night. And the motherfuckers who are opportunists, this is your motherfuckers, y'all need Jesus. Because the way <laughs> some people just leech, you do shit, and they rape you, and they rape you dry, they bleed you dry, and you constantly, well, and they don't ever do, they don't, they don't, they don't offer you a motherfucking cigarette. My sister was very much like that, God rest Oh, yeah, soul. we spoke about that. Yeah, and I told her, I don't know what house she grew up in, because... <laughs> But no, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't even do it. Another one of mine is uh, I bottle up my feelings and then it explodes later. Yeah. Are you talking to me on purpose? Are you saying? <laughs> Girl, it's funny because you don't, you don't admit anything like up front. It causes me to say some shit. You'd be like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, no, but sometimes I just need a guidance. I'm like, I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, that's true. You need somebody like, to walk you through it. Yes, walk me through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's a level of baggage that comes from feeling like you had to protect yourself at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from. And, I, and it's hard to let go of that because that then becomes how you communicate who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to really kill that habit. And I would love to, um, because I think on the flip side, I am a very truthful person and I'm very communicative on how I'm feeling, but I just need a little time to assess myself so that I, like, I've seen the results on people who are very impulsive with their emotions and people who lash out at people. And it's kind of like, that ain't even why you mad, you know what I'm saying? Or you don't even know why you're mad or it, it didn't even go out like that. Like maybe if you took a little time to really assess the situation, then maybe you, you wouldn't have been looking crazy like you're looking right now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times like it, I could be mad at something that probably ain't that deep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so, everybody on earth, right? Mad at shit that's not even that <laughs> fucking serious. Yeah. We could, I mean, I think a lot of us, we, we could be in our heads a lot of times and we could find ourselves angry about stuff that, really probably isn't that big of a deal. So for that reason is why I kind of take a little time to understand what I'm feeling. I think the reason why, let me just backtrack. The reason why I don't want to, why I'm so happy being by myself and I'm dating is because I am literally learning myself. I I am falling in love with myself. That's powerful. I am in love with myself. I am in like with myself. And I don't want nothing to come in to disturb this that's happening. It's called growth. And I refuse to let a man define my happiness, you know, and my purpose. 
Yeah. In my sanity. No. Not yeah. right now. I did years ago. Not anymore. Right. Right? I um, won't go back. Holy Lou. Shout outs to Ricky Dillard. You know that song, <laughs> I Won't Go Back? You got to watch that concert because they do a line dance at the end in church. So let me ask you this. What baggage can you not allow someone? What's your non-negotiables when someone comes with baggage? What's the non-negotiable Honestly, baggage? come healed first and foremost. Hmm. That's to be honest. Like, I'm not dealing with nobody's baggage. I could facilitate and I could be of assistance. However, I'm not dealing and I am not holding on to your shit. No one. But how do you no say way. that when we all have baggage and bring baggage? I'm con- how do you how do you do that though? Yeah, but I own my fear? shit. I hold my own shit. I don't need to hold on to your shit. I don't need mm-hmm. you to make me a scapegoat to how you are feeling. No, you need to overcome and heal your own baggage instead you- of holding me accountable for what happened before me. No. Period. You know, when it comes to baggage with men, I look at their relationship with their mothers. Mm-hmm. What's their relationship with their mothers? Because sometimes that can kind of let me know or give me just a little hint or inside scoop as to how he will treat me, deal with me, his his perspective on women, their value. I'm not dealing with no motherfucking physical abuse baggage. Well, how do you know or how can you gauge what that looks like when it comes to the dynamic of a son and his mother? Through him talking and just saying his experiences, right? Okay. Because um, I'm a good prober. And then ask him just straight up, how do you view women? And that's one, one thing my dad taught me. That's like one of your questions you should always ask men. Um, yeah. I, 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 well, here's the thing that can be quite challenging when I think about what you said. A lot of mothers treat their sons like kings. So inherently, could that make them feel like you have to put flowers at their footsteps? And that's too. And see, and that's, <laughs> and that's a toxic positivity. That's a toxic positive relationship with their mom. And that's, yeah. and unfortunately, and unfortunately, in my opinion, this might sound biased, I feel like men are more selfish in relationships because of their entitlement to constantly being catered to by women and by their mothers. Mm-hmm. And that's what we ain't finna do, bruh. Yeah. We ain't finna do Not that. in 2021, no. The devil's a lie. Yeah. And the truth ain't in them. Has baggage from someone else formed a baggage on your part that you had to later get rid of? Absolutely, because I thought that I had to show and prove my love that I had to adopt their traumas into my life. So absolutely. So you felt like you had to hold on to their hurt and pain. Oh yeah, as, as subconsciously, wow. subconsciously, yeah. Wow. Yeah, subconsciously, I did. What was that like? Can you share, like, what was it? I had one. I spoke to him the other day too, just to see how he's doing. But he's a person like he 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 doesn't understand how draining he is. I feel like he's it's always something with him. And then I feel like with that something, he's a bit too vocal about what's going on in his life. And it's just like, God damn, like, yeah. nigga, give me a break. Is give anything a good break. happening? 
Yeah. It's always something. And, and I just feel like the way he talks about it is just kind of like, and then no shade, he's like an Aries. And so it's like, there's no way of getting through to his skull. You know, it's like, he's right. And that's that. And so, mm-hmm. but when I think back early, when I, when I used to date him, yeah, I definitely adopted whatever he was going through on. I'm so dumb with that shit. When you're in a relationship, when you, especially like when you're around a person for a lot, like, you guys then share a lot of similarities or commonalities. You share a lot of experiences. So I think that in turn could create a situation where you guys will start seeing the world just the same. Do you have any questions? I do. You know I love these questions. I know you do. I was, <laughs> I was also thinking about, I see a lot of memes sometimes that be having mm-hmm. laughing like, oh, we... I think my little segment should be like memes that I see and like read them to you and like what's okay. your opinion. Yeah. Always, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. Got you, boo. So when it comes to situations that remind me of negative experiences, I, A, avoid or shy away from these situations. B, not very aware when these situations happen or I brush them off or under the rug. Or C, try my best to face them head on whenever possible. Okay, are these negative situations my situations or other people's situations brought into my life? I guess situations you are of witness to that remind you of your own personal experiences. I don't know. Go ahead and answer that one. I tend to uh, face them head on. And I have an example. Like, I don't like to see people arguing. To me, that drains the fuck out of me. Um, especially when it's kind of like very like loud. So when a person is loud, either they could be happy loud, they could be mad loud, they could be sad loud. That bothers me a lot because I'm very quiet. I never knew that. Oh my God. And I'm so loud. And I'd be screaming in your ear, yelling in your ear, laughing in your ear. (laughs) But, you know, I think you're a bubbly loud so much to where it's like, I can't help but to join in with you. Will we together? Because this is how we talk. Y'all, we talk like this. This is really like our own conversations. We talk about this. And we'll be in Dallas BBQs. We'll be out on the streets of Manhattan. Loud as hell, both of us. So you are an exception. Yet again. (laughs) I think I'm C, and okay. I be- I believe C was to hide away, run away from it. Oh no, that was B. So you shy away. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured that that would be. <sighs> That's typical Libra behavior: rose-colored glasses. <laughs> yeah, bro. And it, but it's um, yo, I'm so complicated because some days I can just be a, so fucking alpha and call the shit out. Mm-hmm. And then other times I'm so I'm I'm very black or white with that, and I can just other times just perfect example. Oh my god, perfect example! And they might hear this, but I really don't care. I have two friends who might who are invited to the housewarming. Um, they were really really close friends. They are not speaking to each other, and um, my other our mutual friend was like, "Are you going to tell so and so that so and so invited and vice versa?" And I was just like, I don't even want to, I don't want to face it. I don't want to deal with this. It's just too much, you know, getting anxious. And then he was like, well, you know, Ativa, so-and-so told you when a person you didn't like was coming over to their house and you was there. So you should give them that scene. What you call? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, you're going to do it. Maybe two minutes later, I was like, I'm not doing that shit. They're going to have to just come here and figure it out on their own. I'm just like, I can't face. I just, 
I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me sometimes. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely probably be depending on what okay. it is though. All right. Two, when I see something uncomfortable that I'm worried will affect me emotionally, I a immediately consciously or unconsciously put up an emotional wall so I will not feel the full impact. B, I don't notice when these things are about to happen. C, I do what I can to prepare. Then I deal with the impact by taking care of my feelings or the situation. Okay. Go ahead, Alon. What are you saying? I'm definitely C, yet again. Where's the option where that that says basically like, I don't even give my, I don't even give <laughs> That's B again. <laughs> If I see something that makes me uncomfortable, I go the opposite way. I don't even do. (laughs) Why is this episode hilarious? It's not supposed to be funny. Bitch, I go the opposite way. That's what okay. I do. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do some work with this. I, this is this is showing me plain and square, fair and square that I need to do work when it comes to stuff like this. Okay, continue along. I gotta do some. When work. it comes to trusting people, mm-hmm. a my philosophy is that people aren't trustworthy unless mm-hmm. they have truly proven to be so. B when it comes to trust, I don't pay much attention. C, I do my best to be open, but will put my guard up as needed if someone appears to be untrustworthy. I'm C. Hmm, let me think about this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm a mix of A and C, but I'm definitely going to make a definitive answer. I'm very... uh cynical when it comes to trust because I think we live in a world where people are kind of lost and like what I told y'all last episode loyalty to me is the biggest thing however I do understand loyalty is fleeting and loyalty is only even a factor if they feel like they could benefit from you in some way so I do understand that you better preach but however if you could fight for me in the trenches and fight with me in the trenches that is very big for me and just know that i would do the same for you and i think that there's some level of trust innately that is within that situation and i have a lot of friends that you know they saw me they've been there i'm even the friend where even if we not speaking at the moment nobody can talk about you around me don't do Mm -hmm. it don't do it I ain't fucking with you, but nobody else can disrespect you. Period. Mm-hmm. If we really was mm-hmm. close, don't let's not even do it. You know. Yeah. Um. However, I am C. Um. I'm. I am pretty open, and I give yeah. everybody a fair chance. And yeah. if you prove otherwise, then we shut it on down. And let me tell you, Alon, when I shut the shit the fuck down, Alon, it's a whole different fucking ativa. This is the growth that I have come into misuse my trust it, i would be straight like i'm trying to, i'm commando like i'm trying to come for you i'm looking for any it's just horrible very toxic but we've grown um but yeah I, this is why i think i'm a and c because i would like to say that i give people a clean slate but if i'm meeting a new person i don't think they have a slate 
to even be clean. Because this kind of like me getting to know you is already kind of preliminary for me because who's to say I'm going to save your number? Who's to say I'm going to talk to you tomorrow? Because if you prove to me and show me today that you are a fucked up person, no, I'm not going to call your ass tomorrow. I'm not going to even begin the process of trusting you. What? What? So I hope that makes sense. Okay. Yo, 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 I got to, yo. Child. Next question. That was fucking hilarious. Save your number. (laughs) Okay, continue. I'm bad with saving numbers. I'm not going to even lie to you. Let you be a person that change numbers like shoestrings. I'm never saving your number ever again. You give me like three or four number changes in a matter of months or even years. Like, nah, it's Facebook mobile at this point. I just stopped saving numbers of automatically. You Now you have to earn your number being saved in my phone. Yeah, I, I'm very much like that because Unless I don't you're... like my phone book with 300 numbers and I don't even use even 25. And I only, and I only use about seven. Yeah. But I do save all my clients' numbers, name and clients just suck, but... but other people no. Mm-hmm. no. It depends. Um, you have another one. If I'm dealing with other people and they push my buttons or stir up old emotions, I a run away or distance myself completely. B ignore it or distract myself. C do my best to educate myself and the other person if possible, so that we can both be conscious and cautious about it. Honestly, they really don't have an option for me there. So what would you do? <laughs> I would I will confront that motherfucker in a heartbeat. Okay. And yeah. by, what does that look like? Yeah, it, it it's a little bit more intense. You kind of can you kind of give me more context with the question? Is it somebody trying to come for you and disrespect you? Yeah, somebody's probing you. They're pushing your buttons. Yeah, no, it's and, it's yeah, no. I'm no, and you know what? Honestly, I'm my, yeah, my option is not there. I am going to give you a chance to calm your ass the fuck down. (laughs) Uh I'm for real. I'm going to stay calm. But the moment you still fucking accelerating, I'm going to meet you up there. And then that's when we're going. We're going to just We're going to have to do what we got to do. Now, stuff like that. Now, stuff like that, I'm very straight on. If you so what is that? Is that like the Libra part of you? I, I don't deal with bullies or... My Mars is a Scorpio. Okay. And a Scorpio is intense. That, I mean, Scorpio, I mean, the Mars sign is the rage and intensity. Mm-hmm. And so that's the part. I'm, I don't give a fuck what the fuck about to happen. Don't, don't disrespect me because mm-hmm. I ain't going to disrespect you. People who push my buttons, which is very hard to do, you guys. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is um, so beautiful. I've like I'm scared of myself because I've never seen my rage ever. So I for this one I I'm definitely gonna say the B ignore it only because the proud part of me won't even let them even think that they are getting to me. You know what's so interesting? I think we are opposites with this. So you address things I don't address, and what I address. You don't give energy to. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ativa be ready to fight y'all. 
I, I give people chances to calm the fuck down. I swear <laughs> to God, I do. Because I want to make sure that I am right in my decision because I have a lot to lose. <laughs> so if I pop the fuck off, bitch, I gave you a fucking fair chance. Yeah. Number five. When thinking about myself and my emotional health, I view myself as damaged, troubled, or in a place where my feelings would be hard to repair. B. I don't evaluate my emotional health. C. I see my strengths and weaknesses. I try to focus on improving what I can. Yeah, definitely C. I agree. C all the way for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to work on addressing things that make me uncomfortable and stop turning mm-hmm. away and just address it head on. Mm-hmm. As it's happening in real time. It's easier to do that. if I mean, just on... Just in my experience, I think it's easier because the longer you let it fester, the longer you give somebody an opportunity to forget what the fuck they did. <laughs> and then they come to you brand new. You know what you I'm know saying? Proud. You, you are so right. You are so right. Because one of my friends, he lets you know right then and there what his problem is with you. He kind of got me very irritated because he's so quick to call you out. And I wanted to rebuttal, like, but you did this and you did that, but I couldn't fucking remember what the fuck he did, but I know he did a couple of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I couldn't really just say anything, because I was just like, I don't remember. And I can't, and he and he won dates and facts. So, I can't give you that. I can't give you the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, number six, the last one. The emotional baggage that was caused by other people in my life makes me feel A, resentful, angry and emotional toward them b i don't even want to think about it c no matter what i'm feeling i do my best to understand it and heal so i can move forward in a healthier way oh i'm so a and i'm also a little bit of b <laughs> i'm so angry that i don't want i don't want to think about it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah a and, a and b respectfully i used to be a mm. I think C still is kind of a lackluster ass answer. Yeah. Cause I can see I that. would Yeah, I think it's so no matter what I'm feeling, no. My feeling is valid. Period. I'm not gonna disregard my feeling. So no, not no matter what I'm feeling. What? Wait, I do what my is- best to understand it and heal so I can move forward. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you said something like this last week. He was like, why should I hold back my honesty or my bluntness? To diminish myself in spaces where somebody may be sensitive or they can't take me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a full advocate for people. Like what I said, I don't, I don't, I don't front for anybody who's emotionally impulsive because that's who they are. Now, can they approach things and communicate in a better way? Probably, mm-hmm. but I'm not here to diminish or negate anybody on how they feel and right when they feel it and, you know, and how they express it. To me, I'd rather have that than to have you sit there and die within yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's just who I am. Wow. Because mm-hmm. I don't like to see that. I don't like people belittling somebody i don't like people bullying people i don't like people shutting people down i don't like to be a witness to stuff like that i don't that. like that either 
So I encourage people to be their full self at all times. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I concur. Ditto. ditto. No, everything that you said, 100%. And as I walk away tonight from this discussion, uh, my, my next steps is for myself, Ativa, to work on articulating and addressing things that make me uncomfortable. Absolutely. And do it expeditiously and not wait. Mm-hmm. I think that you'll when you do that, you'll unleash a power that you never thought you had. Because someone came in my house and took my damn earphones and I s and I and I saw her put it in her pocket. And I didn't say anything. And I went to Target today to try to buy some more earphones and I got I was like, I gotta go to the Apple store to get those. This is this is stupid. <laughs> but anyway, you saw something. <laughs> <laughs> put these shit put your possessions in her pocket and you didn't say shit what the fuck is wrong with you shame on you shame on fucking me and now I'm mm-hmm. fucking earphoneless and I can't go to the gym because I must have music in my ear yeah wow and I didn't say anything Yeah. because it was going to make me feel uncomfortable seeing that I didn't want her to feel like she was stealing them and that's why I'm not addressing things because I never, it's really, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I don't want to offend anyone. But I do it at the cost of me and I have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are the steps in achieving that? What are we going to do? Because you know it's all about baby steps. First, I'm going to tell myself, Ativa, you are uncomfortable. Okay. That's right? good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ativa, you feel away. And then I'm going to work with myself. Now you have to say something. We're going to get there. Amen. And I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Hello? Why, thank you. This was a beautiful discussion today, guys. And it's, it's so amazing because anytime we start our discussions... I never know where it's going to take us. And for some reason, when it's time to close this out, it always takes us to a place of reflection, of healing, and of laughter, right? And so I just want to say for you guys also to reflect. And for those who do message us personally with your own reflections, thank you so much. And um, we're going to be back next week. And um, we're going to be back by popular demand. So anyway, I'm Ativa. I'm Alon. And we out this bitch. Peace. <laughs>